Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back everyone to another fantastic episode of the every pokemon episode ever podcast i am one of your hosts professor chris g and on the other line with me is my missing compadre he went off into the universe everybody it's good old dougie fresh dougie my man how are you doing now that you're back from the unknown i i I, I I'm changed. I don't know. Do you feel like know. do you feel like you were in a Pokemon movie? Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I I I felt like I was. I, it was like Final Fantasy. I don't know. A little bit of Kingdom Hearts. It's not Pokemon. <laughs> it's definitely not. Well, there, there's something I we 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 can talk about when it comes to that because. Kingdom Hearts did come out around this time. I'm pretty sure it did. I I also have I have like vivid memories of like a PlayStation 2 Kingdom Hearts. But I, I feel like 2000 would have been a little early, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll find out. Let's see. I I I can Google this right now. When when did Kingdom Hearts come out? No, Kingdom Hearts um it came out in 2013. Yeah, you're right. Oh Christ! I know. I didn't need to. Didn't need to oh, hear wait, that. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First release was uh, uh was 2002. Okay, my bad. Okay. Oh. Oh. Whew. Whew. I have. I. I know people. I have people screaming into their car right now. It did not come out in 2013. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you clicked on this. Um, and today we are doing our next holiday movie, which, by the way, is called Pokemon 3 The Movie. And it is subtitled uh, Spell of the Unknown. I don't like Spell of the Unknown. <laughs> I, do, I do not like that title. I mean, do you not like it because you know what the movie is and you know, like, how little they factored into the thing? Or... Yes. I mean, the the whole movie, like, they, they reference unknown throughout the entire movie, which we will get into. And the movie by itself, it, it was an okay movie. It, is this my favorite Pokemon movie? No. 
Um, not by a long shot, but it it it's interesting that they took this route and that they never took this route again in a Pokemon movie. I'm just gonna <laughs> throw I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think they learned their lesson. Um, the fact that this came out into movie theaters is astonishing in in itself because I I know I went to go see this and I probably fell asleep watching this in the movie theater i'm probably i was probably one of those kids probably probably not i don't know the movie was only an hour <laughs> long but... right exactly you know well now you do do we know whether or not there was a short attached yeah it was called pikachu and pichu okay so see it was longer than it was longer than an hour then yeah it was probably about an hour and a half probably because those shorts are probably like 15 20 minutes by themselves <laughs> legitimately um and this is probably an off podcast discussion um but fuck it we gotta fill time somehow um we we should do um a review where we compile all the shorts and just do them (laughs) all the shorts into a a podcast Send yeah. us a, send us a message. Send us a tweet. Send us something. Get in touch with us. It's it's very easy to. If you want us to compile some of these movie shorts into a podcast, just let us know. And if it's overwhelmingly big, um, we might we might even consider doing it. It, it might come sooner than later. The um, the more that we see that you want us to, because. Um, something that is going to happen after you hear this movie is we are going back to our roots, everybody. And I know we kind of bounce all over the place, but me and Doug had a big discussion. We heard the outcry. We've seen the numbers. You guys really enjoy us doing the original Pokemon series. And we kind of stopped right in the middle of the Orange Islands and we never quite finished it. And I feel like we we should have never stopped um, the original. I mean, maybe black and white, but even black and white that I'm starting to. I, I actually um, watched a few episodes the other day of black and white and black and white picks up. Um, and, and I, and I, I kind of see why people loved black and white. But I mean, we will get back to black and white at some point, but. We should have never stopped the originals, Doug. No, and I think we switched it up because I think we were getting, I don't know if we were getting too comfortable, if we were getting too complacent. I don't know. Like, I think it was just a matter of, okay, we know we've got, you know, the the familiar in our back pocket. Let's try to branch out. And sometimes you branch out and it, and it pays off. Sometimes you branch out and it's like, eh. Yeah. And I mean... You know, that's not to say, you know, I mean, you know what the name of the show is. I mean, we're going to come back and cover the stuff at one point anyway. Yes. It's just, I mean, we've, we've committed ourselves. Um, thus far for better or worse. (laughs) So yes, everybody, we are going to go back. Um, that's not to say that we're not going to, um, finish Pokemon journeys, um, because we're in the middle of journeys we're in the middle of black and white but we got to go back to our roots and we are going to plow through some of these original episodes the ones that you grew up watching just like we did and a lot of you 
um, a lot of you that started watching Pokemon more in the middle, um, in the middle phases, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I hope you do stick with us and that you enjoy listening to some of the originals and what helped get to where you started watching Pokemon and encapsulated all of your love for Pokemon. So yeah, yeah. So we're 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 gonna do it. We're gonna go back, and starting 2024 in January, you will start hearing. Actually, um, the next podcast that you end up hearing after this episode will be those episodes. So just just stay subscribed, and also, um, and I feel like we have to do this um, only because it is a movie, but you may have realized that things have kind of caught up between the Patreon and the free feed and so on and so forth between the two. Now, one thing that we have kind of ventured into are the ads on the free feed. Um, Any new episodes that are coming out, I, I know a lot of you probably have noticed that there's heavy ads now, depending on the length of the podcast. If the podcast is more around the one hour um, state, there's an ad like every 20 minutes for you. Um, you can branch out of that. And if the ads kind of annoy you or you don't like the ads for whatever reason, you can go over to Patreon at this point. It might not be a month in advance like it, it used to be, but you will, you will now have the show ad free everybody so you can go on over there listen to the podcast ad free you you don't have to worry about an ad popping into a middle of a section of our episode breaking apart the episode because i I know ads can probably take you out of it sometimes right doug yeah and i mean you know technology is getting better and you know they're supposedly smart ads that take into account you know pauses in conversations you know, natural break points, natural end points. Um, <laughs> I've listened to a, a, a quite a few shows with quote unquote smart ads and more times than not, they're, you know, at least passable, but there's been a couple times where they've cut people off in mid sentence. And it's like <laughs> frustrating because was... you got to hit skip and <laughs> yeah. And I've noticed, um, and and it just just within our show and hear me out i mean the ads help um because it helps keeps the lights on over here um on our podcast everyone but um when the ads um are in the middle of like i i'll, I'll give you an example doug because i know you don't go really go back and really listen listen to the show after we put it out because why why would you you were there for um, while we were recording it but um on part of one of the episodes i just happened to just scrub through to find out where they're placing our ads um in our more enhanced episodes it was in the middle of one of the um enhanced um sections of, oh no and it was playing the um it was playing the cartoon portion um of the podcast and while it was in the middle of it out of nowhere bam 
there, there's your ad. And then the ad finished and it went right back to the cartoon. I was like, that is not a, a perfect spot to place an ad. But I mean, I can't control where you, where you guys place these ads, but maybe do a little bit of a better job. Maybe wait until the, the enhanced part is over. And, and, and right before we start speaking again, before you put those ads in there, but who am I? Who am I? I, I? I just put the podcast up there and they distribute the ads however they need to distribute the damn ads. <laughs> and that, that is a little frustrating, but, you know, you can't. You can't blame these companies. They're doing the best with the technology that they have. AI, everybody. And- <laughs> and it's it's only fortunate well hopefully i shouldn't say fortunately hopefully it's only going to get better oh it is it's getting better as the times as the days go on actually so but um but it is that part of the episode of our movie just if you if you don't like the ads, everybody, go over to patreon.com forward slash every Pokemon and go ahead and, sus- and subscribe on our Patreon. And you can even become a guest on our show. So um, go ahead and subscribe there. It's ad free. It also helps keeps the lights on over here on the podcast. And um, it, it's it's a nicer version of our podcast. I mean, it's the way that it, that we intend for you to be able to listen to us. So. So yeah, there you go. That that that's our PDA for the podcast. You don't have to hear it anymore. But uh, if you are listening to this one in particular on the free feed, I am sorry, everybody, because it's probably gonna be heavily, heavily filled with ads. Because I'm guessing this podcast is gonna be around the two hour mark, is what I'm gathering. And if it's around the two hour mark, that's probably a minimum of eight ads throughout this entire episode so yeah (laughs) uh uh just so people don't feel the need to comment he meant to say psa i did say pda didn't i uh just you know whatever you get up to over there you know i mean that's you know between y'all and you know i'm happy to hear about it oh jesus yes yes and that that, i'm not even editing that out yes i well you better not PSA, everyone, because <laughs> I've sneakily edited out some some different things out of podcasts before. I don't know if you've noticed it. <laughs> no, I don't be I don't be running through with a with a comb unless it's like early, and I can be like, I if it's within the first five minutes, I'll be like, didn't I say I took a shit or something? <laughs> I was doing the podcast from my bathroom, <laughs> and he took that whole thing out. That was comedy gold. <laughs> bro i wish <laughs> oh man so but yeah today we are doing pokemon 3 the movie and this movie came out in japan july 8th of 2000 everybody and the movie came out here in the u.s april 6th of 2001 so literally almost a year later we got the dubbed version here in in the u.s and from what i'm seeing on here this is the movie that gave you the free entee card if you went to the movies to go see it Mm. okay yeah i'm looking at a i'm looking at an original poster 
and it came with a holographic Entei card. So if you if you went to the movies to go see it. So they were still doing the whole, you know, tie in with the card game, whether it was Mew or Mewtwo or. Oh, yeah, because Pokemon was hot. I remember and and this is not to kind of date myself, but I am dating myself. Um, Do you remember? uh, Have you ever seen those the episode of South Park where they did the episode where you can buy um, you can buy jewelry um on from the tv and they'll ship it over to your home and it's this priceless jewelry that you you can't get anywhere else i i fully remember seeing these pokemon cards on the on on a channel just like that back in the day and they were selling individual cards for high value on their tv on their tv show Oh, I think, I think you and I have talked about this. Maybe not on here, but I, I definitely remember having this discussion with you. Yeah, it, it, you, you remember seeing those on, on there before, right? I never had the inkling to call, but no, I, you know. I, oh no, I, my, 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 parents would kill me if I, I, I would like that Charizard, um, the card number. Yes, no, no, I'm eighteen. Um, the card number is one, two, three, four. Five six seven eight nine zero 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 zero. Oh 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 the the code on the back zero one two. Yeah. <laughs> Expiration zero 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 zero. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Th- my my address is one two three Main Street. Okay. Perfect. It'll be at my house in about. 12 to 13 weeks okay yeah for real (laughs) thank you (laughs) we just sold another one did you hear did you hear that woman over there no i'm 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 a a man (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh man this is how badly we don't want to start well and it's not even like we don't want to start it it's just this movie made you know, no sense to me, and maybe I mean it, it makes sense, but it doesn't. It doesn't make sense why they went this route for a Pokemon movie. I just, it's just I don't, so weird. It is very weird. But all right, I think I think that's enough um, jibber jabber. Let's go ahead, throw in an ad right here. I'm I, I'm gonna be very surprised if, if they actually if an ad pops up. I'll, I'll, <laughs> if they, oh shit! If an ad actually pops up, it's a smart ad, everyone. So if I say place an ad here, it should place an ad right here, right now. <laughs> oh, now now we're gonna get in trouble because it's gonna do it every time you said here. Like they just gotten... <laughs> we're gonna break the AI system, so hopefully we get all the ads out right here, so they don't have to listen to it there (laughs) oh man ladies and gentlemen those emails can be sent to (laughs) to every pokemon podcast at gmail every pokemon podcast ever at gmail.com i don't look at that 
Fuck that. I was going to give him yours. Oh, f- and screw you. You better not. <laughs> this will be one of those rewind moments. <laughs> I have it right here. I have it because you sent me the link to the... I have it right here in front of me. I know. Don't I have a cocky email? <laughs> um, It's not showing what your actual name is. Hold on. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. okay. Don't, don't, don't I have a cocky email address? Oh, well, at least, you know, at least I know, you know who I'm dealing with. It's the real deal. Apparently, it says it right there. Every time I give that email address, when I was out in Florida and I had to give that email address out, they're like, really? Yeah, don't, don't ask. Just, just, just type, just type it in. Just type it in. I'm not looking for comment. I'm not looking for commentary here. <laughs> but yes, it's me. It's me. <laughs> but um, okay. People, people are probably like, "What is? What is your email?" I'm not telling you, but just, just know that it's funny. <laughs> sign, sign up. Sign up to Patreon. I'll come on exclusively and tell you. <laughs> so, all right. So, you ready to get jump on into this movie, bro? Yes. All right. Let's go ahead. And you know what? Just for shits and giggles, because I don't want any hiccups during this, I am going to uh, start it up right here. I'm going to restart it, and I am good. All right, everybody. We are, um, if you want to follow along with us, we uh, we would greatly appreciate if you do. Um, we are go- we are going with a version that has legit subtitles, everybody, just like we Which like. Which was know. harder to find than you would think. To, to, yeah, but uh, you 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 know what, bro? And and I know I keep saying we're gonna start this movie. It is going to be so much easier after this movie because it's like nobody liked Pokemon Three the movie. Like I found right. subtitles for the next like three four movies that we are going to be covering on this podcast and they all had subtitles i was like what is up with pokemon 3 i was like does nobody well, like this movie and watch by the time we're getting ready like it's gonna be a back good batch of them will be back up on pokemon.com exactly <laughs> so all right let's go ahead and jump on in so we started off it's a pikachu project presents and then we see a whole bunch of dandelions. And we're looking up what looks like it's like a big mansion on the top of a very, very, very large hill. And we hear a male's voice. And he's like, these legendary Pokemon Molly. Lots of people believe in them, even though they've never seen them. He's reading a book everyone so we're 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 finally inside of this little girl's um bedroom the dad's reading her a pokemon book or not even yeah if i would say it's a pokemon book it's an unknown book Uh, well yeah Yeah. i mean yeah so and he's like and in this book the artist imagined what some of them might look like one you're looking for, isn't it? Yes, I've been looking for it ever since... for a long time now. He looks funny. There's Entei. Well, Entei looks a little scary to me. But you like Entei. Entei's real big and strong. 
But it's still nice, just like you are, Papa. I'm like Entei, am I? <laughs> Imagine that. Well, then I am Entei. You're Tell the love and bond between Molly and her father. And it's pretty funny because you don't see many fathers in the Pokemon TV show. So maybe that's why. They 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 broke the damn the damn rule that you can't have a father in Pokemon and have fun. <laughs> Either that or the father's a draft dodger and he missed the big Pokemon war and And they had to get him. And they and they had to get him exactly. <laughs> and the dad, he he's like, Arr! and then all of a sudden, um, the dad's laptop pings, and it's like new email, new email, and Molly's like, oh man, another email, and uh, she's like, it must be Skylar again. It's always him, and. The dad walks over to the computer and he opens up the email and you see what looks like either his partner or his assistant is over in some ruins. And he's like, Professor, we found something, a hidden chamber with new clues about the unknown. Please come, please come. And the dad's like, I've got to go, Molly. And she's like, man, but dad, I'm going to miss you. I will be back very soon. I I promise. And he gives her a nice hug and you can just see the bond between the daughter and the father. And he goes and he lays her down in the bed. And she goes and she lays underneath the cover and he puts the book next to her and he's like, I love you, Molly. Pleasant dreams. And he walks out of the room, turns the light off, and as he's walking out, Molly is just staring at him. And this is the last time that she will see her father for the time being. Very sad. Very sad, right? Well, yeah. I mean, who puts a kid to bed with a book, for goodness sakes? <laughs> you know, Roll over on that thing and everything. Richard. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I didn't put her to bed, but my daughter, I, I've caught her. I'm trying to skip out on going to sleep by going underneath her covers, turning her phone on and trying to um, force herself to like learn how to read underneath her cover. So it's not impossible. Well, yeah, but you're, well, but she's got, but this um, Molly's got this like ancient, like hardcover book, you know? Yeah. Facts. But we jump straight from there and um, we're, we're now back with the father and his assistant. And he's like, here it is, professor. And, and the um, professor or the dad, I'm going to call him professor. And the professor runs over to the, one of the walls. and He's like, I've never seen markings like this, but they seem to be about the unknown. And he's looking at them and he's he he puts up his laptop, which is trying to decipher or take pictures of all of the 
writings that are on the on the wall and the assistant is like well if anybody can figure it out you can professor and they're all taking photos and then the professor finds one of the tiles on the on the floor and he picks it up and the letter p unknown pops up right behind him and he's looking at it and he looks behind him and the unknown vanishes into thin air and he's just looking behind him and he's like huh i could have sworn and he looks down and he sees a box and on the inside there's a whole bunch of these tiles and he picks one of them up or he picks a few of them up and the unknown come dancing around him and he's like whoa what what the and then they the unknown end up zapping him and he drops into the unknown i guess you could say and oh oh well he does he he oh. he, he go he he flies into the abyss of the unknown Doug. have a have a bit of pride in yourself <laughs> and the assistant turns around and was like professor he's like where professor where where are you and he's looking around and he's looking around professor and i'm gonna um throw this part over to you brother um with molly um coming running down the stairs the following morning so she's coming down this you know big staircase and she's skipping and she's you know she's running like a child and she's excited and um then we for I mean, we almost didn't need that part because we immediately cut away from her, and we see um, a, an older, distinguished gentleman, which is, which and, looks like he he's the maid or the butler. I'm the, well, well, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't put two and two together, but I guess I should have invoked the Batman rule and just assumed, <laughs> but. So he's sitting at a table across from the assistant who's looking, you know, just crestfallen and he's just, you know, and we see the same um, box on the table from inside the uh, caves and, you know, uh, the, the, the butler is kind of talking about how, you know, poor Molly's all alone in the world. And the the door opens, and it's Molly, and she's like, "I saw a car, and I came running." And she stops, and um, the the assistant stands up, and he, you know, he looks like he's about to cry, and the the, the butler is like, "No, no, I, I should be the one to tell her." And we fade out, and then we basically lose that entire day because you know we're look we're back at night and um molly's got the unknown book and she's got um you know a laptop and you know she's just kind of talking to you know she's talking to the room and she's like you know what happened to my papa and she's looking at a bunch of snaps of the the hieroglyphics that were on the wall. He's like the unknown. 
And she, she's pretty tech savvy to be um, using the computer the way that she did. Uh, you know, these damn kids these days were born with shit in their hands. I know. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so she takes the the chest of unknown tiles and she chucks it on the floor and she's, you know, she's scrounging around for the letters and she's like, you know, these look just like letters. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tears hit the ground and the, the tiles start to glow like they did to the professor. And um, all of a sudden, from out of the, um, the caves, we see a bunch of unknown come out of a portal and go flying. And they swoosh past the screen and they go up into the spiral clouds and... Looks like they're going into the moon, but we see that they're actually just going into the foyer of this uh, castle. And then they, the tiles spin up like they did to the professor. And um, Molly's just kind of looking around like this is trippy. And the unknown starts to circle uh, Molly. And she's like, do y'all want to play with me? And, you know, she's kind of into the idea. And she's like, this is some pretty dope shit. And that's <laughs> that, a quote, is, by the way. That's a quote. I was um, about to say, is that what she said? <laughs> not not explicitly, but, I mean, if you read between the lines. Um, and the floor around her kind of starts to transform. And the the walls are overtaken by this you know, the stone and looks like some ice and it starts coming out of the doors and it's everywhere. The, uh, servants come running. They're like, what's going on? And they bust into the door and, and they see that the entire room that Molly's in has been taken by this ice and, you know, etc. And 
they're looking around like what's this and the the assistant's like that's the unknown um you know and the and then the door gets shut and um and then Molly picks up the book as she hears her father's um voice in her head from you know from beyond her from five minutes ago when the movie started um <laughs> so that's kind of ballsy to do a flashback um that soon but whatever um and of course she opens the page to the ente illustration and um you know she's thinking about how she called her papa ente and she starts to tear up again and she's like you know please come back papa and um the the sky opens up and you know more um stuff gets covered and then from out of the out of the energy we see what appear to be uh hooves and the uh the ente kind of vacate the premises and then we hear um the professor's voice and he's like are you the one that has called me here and molly turns around and she sees an ente and because she's an impressive uh impressionable little girl she's like are you my and he's like i am ente and <laughs> she, he's like papa it's you and um you know she's like oh you look just like the entei in the storybook but it's you and she runs over and she gives him a hug and um and you know, she keeps sick. calling him she keeps calling him papa and he's like well if, if i if this little girl wants me to be Papa. I can, I can be Papa, which is not as creepy as it sounds, but it still sounds creepy. Um, and I know, I know, I know. Shut up, but I know. Um, <laughs> and you know, we we cut back to the outside of the door, and we see that the shit's still going crazy, and. And then just it says smash cut to the freaking uh, title screen, and feels like this is where half of the budget went. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely looks a lot better here than it does throughout the movie in VHS form. And then we get like a very matrixy sequence when they do the spell of the unknown, and you know it's the same, you know ice and energy and then it explodes and then we basically start a whole new episode yes <laughs> like for for no reason it's just oh here's pikachu and ash and misty and brock you know walking up a a hill just just here we are here we are <laughs> so it, and they and they're just walking up uh, some steps, and they're they're still in Johto, everyone. Mm -hmm. And the narrator's like, wondering, um, wondering what adventures await as they travel into unknown territory. Get it? Boom, boom. 
Yeah, take a drink. Because <laughs> you're going to get a whole lot of that. You'll be drunk by the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> and the narrator ends by going, never suspecting that's exactly where their road leads. And we see an apom all the way over in a tree and it's with its trainer and the trainer is like are any of you guys pokemon trainers and of course ash is ash is like (laughs) he's like yeah i'm ash ketchum of palette of palette and i want to be a pokemon master and brock comes up I'm Brock from Pewter City, and I want to be your boyfriend. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm a trainer too. Want a battle? <laughs> Go ahead, Ash. All right. A workout will help me stay in shape for the Johto League. Excuse me. But first, let's see if you're even in my league. Well, get ready, because I always play to win. So at this point, everyone, Ash has completed all of his badges um, that he needs to get into the Johto League, and he is now preparing and training um, to go to the Johto League. Oh no, Ash is in filler mode. Yeah, he's a. Th- oh th- no, th- this is this is full blown filler mode. He has no nothing else to do but to wait for the for the Pokemon League. <laughs> oh no, oh nothing worse than Ash catching him in filler mode. <laughs> Oh, remember, remember, we we can't complain about fillers anymore, Doug. Remember what happens. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I know. Part of the reason we're leaving Black and... or uh, Yeah, Black... No. Um, Um, Master Journey. (laughs) uh, She's like, excuse me, but first, let's see if you're even in my league. And Ash is like, well, get ready because I always play to win. And he throws his great ball up into the air and out comes Totodile. That wasn't a great ball. That What, what ball was that? That was a dive, uh, dive ball. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, I remember something about water. <laughs> so that, that was a dive ball. And then she sends out her Grumble, and Grumble um, goes over and starts chasing Totodile all throughout the playground. And Totodile is just just doing gymnastics around Grumble and just hits him with a water gun, and he goes flying back. And during this scene, I just want to point out, they are playing in its entirety um, the the movie version of the Johto theme song. Mm-hmm. Which it's, yeah, this was pretty. This was pretty fire. Yeah, so it, it wasn't bad at all. And you know what? I might end up just putting putting it in into this spot. So you should be hearing at this point the um, theme song, everyone. But uh, that one water gun ended up hitting Grumble, and he went back and he smacked his head against the tree, and he's knocked out. And the trainer's like, "God damn." Well, let's try this. And she sends out her next Pokemon, and it's a Girafferig. And Ash sends out his Chikorita. And Chikorita's like, I don't want to battle. I want to be loved by you, Ash. And, and Ash is like, no, j- just go and battle, please. She's like, ah, all right. So they go, they, they go and start to do their Pokemon battle. Girafferig starts chasing around Chikorita. Chikorita takes 
out her vines, wraps it around Giraffe Rig's legs, and just throws it on its side. And Giraffe Rig tries to hit its psychic attack, but it doesn't hit. Um, Razor Leaf comes from Chikorita, but then Chikorita gets hit with the, either a Psybeam or a Psychic Attack. And it makes Chikorita confused. Chikorita comes down, goes back into Ash's arms, and Ash is like, all right, come on back. So now they each have one Pokemon down a piece. And Ash sends out his, his shiny knockdown, everyone. And I, I love that um, this is one of the first instances of like shinies within pokemon right right doug yeah but they don't um i wouldn't say that they hit you over the head with it i mean you know you sparkles but it's still at the end of the day it's still kind of your your run-of-the-mill and i mean i'm not saying that as an insult but it's still like you know basic knockdown yep i mean obviously they haven't reached Full potential of, of shinies in terms of like completely changing color schemes and you know maybe up in the design maybe like 10% but it is still like a nice little nod to like where we're gonna get yes absolutely and Noctowl comes down she sends over her Apom and Apom and Noctowl um, start battling and the look on, on Apom's face. So Noctow goes up and it swoops down towards Apom and Apom gets a look in its face and it's like, Oh no. It gets slapped in the face, but it wraps its tail around the, uh, the wooden piece that it's standing on. And it starts doing all sorts of gymnastics and Noctow and Apom are, trying to like hit each other and an apom finally slaps Noctowl in the face and Noctowl's like oh you're gonna smack me and goes over tackles it and Noctowl is the winner and then they send out their Bulbasaur and um Butterfree and so everyone um ashes up two to two to one now and Ash sends out his Bulbasaur she sends out Butterfree and Butterfree goes over and puts its sleeping powder down on Bulbasaur and then uses uh what 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 is that move? <clears throat> uh, uh let's see. I'm Is that Gust? I, I'm gonna guess that it's a gust. It has to be something because it picked up Bulbasaur, but it, it used what what looks like it's Gust move, and Bulbasaur gets thrown up, thrown on its back. Which is unlike Bulbasaur, but they have to get through this title sequence. But Bulbasaur is a lot stronger than getting hit by a gust move and um, being down and out. Unless um, Ash hasn't been to the Pokemon Center in a hot minute. Which is also very possible because let's face it, it is Ash. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's two to two and Ash sends out his Cyndaquil and she sends out her Mankey. So it's Mankey versus Cyndaquil and they and they both um, are hard headed and they just tackle each other and they keep tackling each other. And uh, Cyndaquil does its flamethrower attack on Mankey. Mankey goes down, ashes up three to two. 
and Ash goes over and he picks up Cyndaquil and he's like, yeah. And the trainer, this, this, this trainer has deep pockets. She's like, I'm not going to lose this. <laughs> and she sends out her next Pokemon. And her next Pokemon is Quagsire. And Ash throws in his Pikachu. So this must be the last one. Pikachu goes in and does its electric attack on Quagsire. But with Quagsire being a ground type, it has no effect. And Quagsire just looks on. Ash is like, go go and tackle it then. And Ash tackles it. Or Pikachu tackles it. And it does nothing. Quagsire... um. Does its water gun, throws Pikachu onto a swing, and Pikachu jumps up and goes straight down with a headbutt. And what does it do? It, both of them are just, uh, 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 boom, they're down. Bang. But with that being said, and that was her final Pokemon, Ash is the winner with a four to three win. And at this point, they invite. Uh, they invite this nice young lady over for lunch. And, bro, I will get did, this part over to did, you. Did we forget her name? Yes, I did. <laughs> I forgot her name, too, so I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. Um, <laughs> I want to say it started with a J. And it probably did. It'll, it'll tell us in just a moment. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm here. I mean, I just kind of, at this point, I... Uh, you guys, Pokemon trainers. Lisa. Her name is Lisa. Ah, there we go. Yeah, see, I had Jay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, before I continue, I want to say that this battle was awesome and it frustrated me at the same time. Oh, why, bro? Because this was one of the rare instances where they were just having, like, a free-roaming, like, use-the-environment, like no restrictions battle yes and it, it, it was in such a contrast to the to the gym battles that you usually see or you know the, the rigid you know like even if it's like an outdoor court kind of thing and this is just like free-flowing like chikoritas on the slide and pikachus on the swing and you know apom and knocked owl went at it in the at the jungle gym and like, and I, look, I understand the structure of the gyms, right? You know, they have to be official, you know, because there's badges at stake and, you know, whatever. But you, if you fast forward to Master Journeys, you know, you can just get challenged to a, a, a ranked official match, like, on the spot. Yes. Yes, you And can. it can be wherever. So it's just kind of weird. But, I mean... And it was a great, it would have been a great way to start the movie. And, you know, as opposed to putting us all to sleep for, what did we decide? Um, 40% of the movie. You know, 40% of the movie before they realized, oh, right, it's a Pokemon movie. Here's Pikachu. Here's Ash. Here's who you're familiar with. But it was really cool. Um, I, I really liked the the fact that it had a soundtrack to it and... I mean, yeah, it was kind of like you said, you know, Bulbasaur is usually stronger than that, but you only have so much time in the opening. Yeah, they, they had to get through it, so. And so we see, you know, everybody's Pokemon is having, 
you know, lunch. Um, Grumble's trying to kind of assert dominance. Um, you know, Bulbasaur and Butterfree are sharing a bowl. Um, Chikorita, Apom, and Pikachu are sitting there in the middle of the table with their bowl. Togepi's just kind of being cute with a little piece of kibble. And, you know, um, Lisa's talking about Ash, saying, you know, you're the, one of the toughest trainers she's seen. And, you're one of the toughest trainers I've ever been, I've ever seen. It just, okay, I mean, have you not, have you not seen Ash? Or are, are you not primmy? I mean, that, did you not see him, that he was in the actual regular Indigo League? But, I don't know. And then, Ash is doing this thing that comes across horribly to me because he's like oh yo thanks lisa you almost beat me like humble but not humble like just dickhead um misty also alludes to that this was um ash's fifth battle this week <laughs> would have loved to have seen it but here we are i know um <laughs> and then this kind of leads leads uh credence to your theory that um Maybe in this particular instance, Bulbasaur is tired because uh, Brock asked Lisa if she knows where uh, a Pokemon Center would be. And um, Lisa kind of looks off in the distance and she's like, there's there's one over the mountains in Greenfield. And Misty kind of um, perks up th at the mention of Greenfield and... She's like, oh my gosh, I've wanted to see it since I was a little girl. And Lisa's like, oh, you know, me too. And I just so happen to know the quickest way to get there. Of course you do. And then we see, you know, Apom is swinging from branch to branch, kind of leading the way. And, you know, we get a, we get a description about, you know, Greenfield being a, a beautiful town and you know, there's a beautiful mansion at the top of the top of the peak, kind of looking or a beautiful mansion at the top of the mountain, kind of looking down on everybody. And Brock immediately is like, "Well, if the town's so beautiful, I can't wait to see the girls." And he fucking <laughs> pops it, pops it chubby. Um, and we see that they're walking through a, a, a beautiful field of flowers and, you know, our heroes kind of run ahead of Lisa for a second because she points out that you can see Greenfield just over the hill and we get this, this beautiful shot and, and then we, we, we do like a quick zoom into, you know, Ash and Misty and Brock's face and they're kind of gobsmacked and you're like, as a viewer, you're sitting there thinking, boy, it really can't be that beautiful. And then the camera pans around. So we see what they see. And we see that the the town itself is a big has been completely in, engulfed in the <clears throat> material that was emanating from the, ma the mansion um, at the end of, you know, Molly's little segment. Yeah, and, and, and it looks like a big-ass flower, don't it? 
It sure does. A big-ass flower at the base, and it's got two, um, I don't know, flowers. I'm not, it's not stems, but, um. I get what you mean. It's got, like, two peaks, and, and then just out of freaking nowhere, almost because they haven't, it, almost as if they didn't budget for time or anything, all of a sudden, here's Team Rocket. Yes. You know, they're looking through their little uh, binoculars. And they're like, ah, oh, green fields just as I imagined it. Beautiful fields of flowers that turn into a crystal wasteland. And, and you know, they're like, that obliterates the entire... And then they're like, hey, wait a minute. Record scratch moment. <laughs> So, and, you know, basically their Team Rocket is doing some um, exposition fill-in or whatever. Green fields, just as I imagined it. Beautiful fields of flowers that turn into a bizarre crystal wasteland that obliterates the entire... Hey, what's going on? I thought Greenfield was supposed to be pretty. It looks horrendous. Not only that, it looks bad. Wow, my Meowth doesn't know what horrendous means at this point. Boba Fett just like that. Wow, my fat. Yes, and things are bad enough without you being right behind me. Get back in your Pokeball. <laughs> Jesse goes um to Boba Fett, but we zoom down and our heroes are running down towards the town and we see that the energy has not stopped em emulating throughout all of the fields and that it's actually continuing as we speak so they run down and they look down and they're like oh no and they see a whole bunch of the flowers starting to get overtaken by this crystalless um, by these crystals that is emulating in the air and then they see officer jenny right behind him and brock is like officer jetty and we see a news crew right behind her and out comes a reporter and they're like all right let's go three two one go behind me lies the normally peaceful town of greenfield but these greenfields have suddenly undergone a disturbing transformation Officials are baffled by this shocking phenomenon, which appears to have originated from the hilltop mansion of renowned Pokemon researcher Spencer Hale, whose wife mysteriously disappeared two Mine. years ago. How much more can Spencer go through? And now we're inside of uh, Mrs. Ketchum's home with Mr. Mime. Do you want to take it from here, brother? And she springs up immediately at the at the mention and the and the shot of. Um, actually, I take that back. I thought they showed a, a picture of him, but she springs up immediately at the at the mention of Spencer's name, which, by the way, that would have been handy, um, you know, 10 minutes ago, but just um, a little bit, right? I guess, you know, his own daughter's not going to call him by his first name, but here we are. Um, and she goes to her fridge and she's like, How much can Spencer go through? I mean, and she's peeling back and and we see a a shot of a young Mrs. Ketchum with a, a very young, I would say like five-ish ash 
Professor Oak, because in your theory, they smash him, which is ridiculous. Um, It's not. A young Molly is on the shoulders of Spencer, and then um, off to to the right of Spencer is his wife. And... And then, pardon me, she pulls that photo back to reveal a shot of a a younger Mrs. Ketchum, the professor, who I'm at this point convinced is a vampire because he did not age, (laughs) and uh, a younger um, Spencer, uh, no wife. No wife. And... um, you know, we do like just the the quickest and longest whip. And this is almost pointless. It's almost like they could have just done it in one shot and not, but they had to fill time. And we see that um, Professor Oak and Tracy are watching the same news report. And here's here's a uh, Tracy's contribution to the movie because he's doing more uh plot dumping i signed up to be a full-timer on pokemon and they cut me out for brock because they needed brock back and he's like spencer hale isn't that or wasn't that one of your top students professor and it was he's like one of my very best ever you know he's like he just so happened to recently send me some of his um newest research and and it's you know snaps of the unknowns and then here comes mrs ketchum running up the stairs and she's like have you heard the news about greenfield it's like woman i'm watching the same screen you were probably watching (laughs) and and professor oak's like yes i have to go there and, and figure out what's going on and and uh, Mrs. Ketchum's like, I'm going with you. And um... you know what? And and I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there. It isn't it very apparent that, um, like in all of those photos that we saw, and we even saw like a young Ash on her refrigerator. None of the father. We we still have yet yep. to see the father. And he and died we... in the war. The the war that happened when he was a young little kid? Yeah, huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I have to tell myself. Otherwise, I can't get to sleep at night. <laughs> I thought I thought it happened more recently, but but he, he he's he's been he's been by himself since he was real real little. Okay. Good stuff. Look, either that or he just went out for a pack of pokey smokes and never came back. <laughs> he died in the war. He died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, okay. You can continue, bro. So, then we get... Um, we're thrown back into... Um, you know, Greenfield, and and we see just how they're being completely overtaken by all of this energy. We see the unknowns floating around. Is it unknown or unknowns if you're talking in plurals? Um, 
I'm guessing it would have to be on gnomes because Pokemon doesn't really tend to veer off into plurals because you've got Pikachus, Noctowls, so with an unknown, it would have to be unknowns, right? That's how I'm thinking about it. That's why I I'm mean, there's going to be people in the comments because actually it's fine either way and you're just wasting time. And... <laughs> I want to get to the end of this podcast, but you guys keep talking about other stuff. Well, <laughs> you, you've gotten this far. <laughs> you didn't want to... You didn't want a 45-minute movie podcast, did you? I mean, we could place another ad right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, those emails can be sent to... <laughs> See, the thing is, I could say it, but I don't trust you not to censor it, so it would be pointless. <laughs> I would censor it in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, we see some police cars pulling up to... Um, the Pokemon Center, and we see that Professor, <clears throat> pardon me, Oak was in like a van, so they were kind of getting like a police escort. And um, Ash was like, "Was it? That's a professor." And then Pikachu goes running because he can like sense Mrs. Ketchum is there, and. He's like, oh, I like this lady. And <laughs> Ash is like, Mom, this is the second movie you've shown up in with no explanation. This is ridiculous. I'm trying to have my own adventure. And Mrs. Ketchum looks over and she's like, oh, I didn't expect to see you kids here. And um, Ash is like, I think that goes both ways, Ma. And What are you doing um, with the professor again? Would you stop that? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, you know, Mrs. Ketchum can't um, help being a mom. She's like, how's my little Pokemon master doing? And Ashley's like, I'm doing mama. pretty good. <laughs> and then we see that the... the <laughs> Why did Ash go black for like five seconds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, and we see that the, um, the reporter, um, the reporting crew just happened to be there to capture it. And I guess they're streaming it to, you know, live because, um, uh, Molly and Ente just so happened to be watching her laptop and they pan over and we see the book of the unknown and uh, on that same table or ledge or whatever is the is is the same picture that Mrs. Ketchum has on her fridge, as well as a family shot of Spencer, Molly, and Mrs. Hale. And yes. Molly kind of looks over and she kind of gets sad and um mama. she's like papa i'd like a mama too and um papa's like like to get my little ente dick anyway um <laughs> and she's like and he's like if that is what you wish and then <laughs> and then we get a, a back shot 
of <clears throat> of the castle again and we hear professor oak uh or no we hear um one of the who who's talking here uh, uh i think the uh the, professor the, hale's assistant yeah uh that saying that he used to study at professor oak's lab then he moved away and became a famous pokemon exer right right mom oh that's ash oh okay 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 that and, wasn't made clear yeah so and she's like yes but he and his family visited pallet time um uh, uh, a few years ago um don't you remember and ash is like yeah well sorta she's like first spencer's wife disappeared and now all this happens she's like man this is really weird and they look up and you see entei just barreling down all of this crystals and barreling down the mountain he's like i'm gonna find this mom i'm gonna find a mom <laughs> and everything that he touches is turning to crystal and, he, and pikachu is like what is going on here and that's like what what what's wrong pikachu because pikachu starts growling at the air and then you see entei come over and um ash is like what is that some weird kind of Pokemon. What are you doing here? I have come for you. <sighs> you are Mama. Take me to her. Kind She's of. She's like, how do you know what I like to be called? <laughs> Shut up. Okay, if I can't make Professor Oak and Miss Ketchum jokes, <laughs> you can't make jokes like that. Ah. <laughs> uh. But uh, th this is how we entertain ourselves, everyone. And he he like does something and like entrances Mrs. Ketchum, and she is now not even in her right mind. And she's like, "Take me, my child." And Ente is like, "Yes." And um, she goes and she's getting ready to faint. She falls on top of Ente. Ash is like, "No, where are you going with my mother?" And Ente starts barreling back all the way up to the castle and ash is like mom you bring back my mom and entei and pikachu is on the back of entei's tail and he he electrocutes entei but it does nothing and entei kind of falls onto the ground and whips off pikachu and um they're like we can't let him get away and Ash is getting ready to run up, but Brock stops him from touching um, the crystallized crystals that are on the ground. And he's like, Ash, wait, you don't know what is out there. And Ash is like, I want my mom. He's like, she's gone and I couldn't save her. And we go up and we look up to the castle again and we go inside and mrs ketchum is laying on the bed and ente is like i have brought you what you wished and molly walks over and she goes mama and mrs ketchum wakes up and she's like mama and she's dancing around the bed and she goes running around and mrs ketchum is like you called me mama and she's like, yeah, and I'm Molly, remember? And Mrs. Ketchum is like, 
Oh, man. So she goes and she grabs Molly and she gives Molly a hug. And, Mo and she's like, Molly. And she hugs Molly. And I think Mrs. Ketchum is now back in her right mind. But she's not going to break character for this little girl because the little girl is heartbroken. And obviously she went through some stuff and she just misses her mother. And Mrs. Ketchum is, is um, like rubbing her head and Molly looks up and she's like, thank you, Papa. Can we all stay here forever? And Ente is like, if that is what you wish. And Molly hugs uh, Mrs. Ketchum. We go to another screen and we see a whole bunch of these unknown in the unknown, everyone dancing around the ether. And from here, we see a whole we we have the castle is growing even more. Everything is starting to become crystallized even more. So it's growing throughout the town even more. And. Um, it looks like it's encapsulating uh, Molly into this big, gigantic dome. And uh, and Ente is like, your world is getting bigger. And uh, Molly's like, it's so pretty, Papa. And I am happy that you are happy. And Mrs. Ketchum at Ente and Molly are looking out of one of the crystallized windows. They're looking all the way down and we get a really nice 3D shot of what has happened to this town thus far. And bro, are you back? Yep. Okay. I was I was back. Uh, I've been back for a couple moments and I just couldn't find the right place to jump in because you were doing such um, a you great were really, job <laughs> you were really on a roll but i do think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about um miss ketchum kind of snapping back to herself yes but not wanting to be like you know get me the fuck out of here like i think she's willing to kind of placate the scenario until she because gets rescued because I think she knows that, or she has to know, at least in her subconscious, that, you know, Entei's not going to allow her to be hurt because that's going to further hurt Molly. So it's kind of all, you know, it's a balancing act because, you know, like you said, Molly's gone through some shit. And there's no reason to upset her if it's not necessary. And... My video has just decided to stop, so that's fun. Yeah, it did that to me once too, but um, I'll I'll continue. I'm at I'm at 21 minutes, bro. Oh no, it brought me back. Oh, okay. It brought me back, but it's like no, we're just kind of. I'm tired. You know, <laughs> you could take a bathroom break. I could I could tap out. <laughs> so. Um, okay. Well, are you? If you're good, um, you want to take it from here. <clears throat> Yes, I am. Right. So we we then see um, that we're back in, in the lab. And, you know, Ash is kind of getting caught up on the situation, you know, that we've known, obviously, because we were privy to Spencer and Molly's discussions about the picture book. 
So we see that exact illustration and, um, you know, and then we see some additional like artwork and a statue and, um, and the, the assistant, uh, Spencer's assistant is like, um, the other Pokemon must have something to do with Entei's appearance, but I'm, and I know I shouldn't get bogged down in such little details, but I was confused at this part because isn't that Spencer's assistant? So he knows about the unknown because they were down. But he didn't see them. I see. Because remember, they they were um, they were there, but then they wasn't. But were but wasn't he also there with the butler when when the unknown started, you know, making shit go crazy? But yeah. I guess maybe maybe like there was some mind wipe or something. Yeah, that that's what that's what I'm gathering. Um, honestly, I mean, the movie is already kind of confusing i i honestly <laughs> i'm just i'm just taking the blows as they come bro I, i'm over it you know <laughs> um this, this is a different type of pokemon movie as, as we see see here so the and if i would have waited five seconds the professor literally pushes his nose his glasses up his nose and says well actually those are unknown <laughs> yes and um and then he literally says, those are the Pokemon that you and Hale were, were researching when he disappeared. And I guess I was afraid of that. And and then we... <clears throat> pardon me. We are randomly dropped into the Charizard Sanctuary. And we see... Um, uh, and forgive me if these if uh, if this trainer was identified and I'm not remembering her name. No, no, you're you're good. Um, she's she's one of the um uh, she's the dragon trainer. Um, we haven't gotten that far in the Johto yet, but that's where he left his Charizard. Um, with and I and I knew that, and but I just didn't know if she was identified, and I was supposed she, to know that she is, but I, I can't remember her name, and it it's been so long since I've seen those episodes, so I'm not quite privy to what her name is um, currently um, at this very moment. So we see that her and her Charizard are watching uh, a news report. A lot of news reports in this ep- in this episode. In this movie. It might as well be an episode. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, it's like they're trying to tell us something. And we just <laughs> we just so happen to see Ash's Charizard looking in the window. And he sees the Entei running off with Mrs. Ketchum. And then he sees Ash running after the Entei. And he's like, I know that kid. I've barbecued that kid. And he looks up and he's like, he needs me. <laughs> and as a viewer, I think we're supposed to make a note of that moment. Yes. And then we and then we pan back and we see that it's nighttime and we see that that darn reporter and his, and her cameraman are still there. 
and they're trying and to we, plow through all of these crystals. They've got a bulldozer, and they're trying to gain access to the Hale Mansion, and the freaking bulldozer is just, you know, and um, and the the cameraman is following it all, and th and this is a live feed, which has to be kind of impressive in 2000. Um, well, they had live news reporters back then. Well, I'm, I'm not worried about that, or I'm not concerned about that. I'm just saying the fact that, um, they can get like streaming quality video to a laptop in 2000. Oh, yes. Well, this is and Japan. They, 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 they were ahead of the curve. That's true. And we see that Entei and Molly, Miss Ketchum, are still watching. And Molly gets off the bed and she's like, you gotta you go away. This is bullshit. And she stamps her foot down. And that's like a signal for the unknown. And she's like, and you leave like, us alone. And they're like, the girl says to leave us alone. And then freaking tougher spikes shoot out of the ground. And they freaking knock the bulldozer back. And the cameraman and the reporter have to like have to like scamper out of the way and then the freaking bulldozer is just consumed by this ice and you know the the operator runs away because why wouldn't he and i would too wouldn't you hell yeah i wouldn't have even gone there to begin with i don't know what's <laughs> in that mansion um and we see that um you know, Professor Oak is trying to make sense of the whole thing. You know, Professor Hale disappears, and then, you know, we get all this crystallization, and, and now the Entei, you know, takes your mother, and um, he's like, it's the only reasonable explanation is the unknown must be behind all of it. And um, the professor's like, oh, I have an email. And we see that it's a it's a video. So he might as well have just said he had a Skype, but whatever. This is before Skype. I know, but they shouldn't <laughs> be able to. They shouldn't be sending video files through email either. Um. And it's uh, Molly, and she's like, "You leave me and Mama, Papa, you know, alone. We're gonna stay up here." by ourselves forever and they're like oh my god this this little girl has all the power and the email <laughs> goes away and um you know professor oak's trying to catch up with the situation and um and they're sitting there like you said professor hale disappeared and there he is and and is it did he say something about mom and uh, Ash kind of has this moment of this little girl's trying to steal my mother. And, you know, we see, you know. You see, and, um, and, and this is where I, I kind of get confused here, right? So Entei is this big, gigantic, mythological Pokemon. This is not the correct. only time that we end up seeing Entei. Entei can do mass destruction. 
why is Entei playing up to this little girl the way that he is? Because he doesn't want to upset the apple cart, right? He doesn't want to... He knows... Entei knows he's powerful, right? Yes. But... You know, Molly, in her heart of hearts, is so pure. And all she's concerned about is, you know, having a family of her own. You know, and, and she knows that, you know, Papa got that email. And he didn't come back from the email. Right? right. And, you know, whatever happened to Mama happened to Mama. You know, it's it's the Disney principle. Usually one or both of the parents is dead. Um, so all she's looking for is a home life. And Entei knows that if he can keep Molly happy, he's got all the power. Okay. Now it's it's never really flushed out in terms of what he's going to do with that. But that's what happens when you make a movie that's only an hour long. Yeah, you don't really have enough time to really go through everything. No. Yeah. So Okay. Well, <clears throat> thank thanks for that explanation. All right, you can continue, bro. So we see, you know, Entei is running around with Molly and, you know, Miss Ketchum is kind of sitting there and, um, and Molly's like, this is just like before. And, you know, and then we, we cut to Ash and Pikachu and they're, they're looking at the, at the mansion and Ash is like, I'm not going to sit here with my thumb up my butt anymore. This is ridiculous. That mother, um, and I want, he's I like, want my mother back. I need clean underwear. Um, <laughs> and him, uh, him and Pikachu go running, and Misty stops him in their tracks, and she's like, "I'm going too." And um, Brock's like, "Well, shit, I better go too. Otherwise, I'll look like a real jackass." And and then we see a palm. And he's like, I guess I'm going. Um, and he, uh, Apom's got uh, a pokey gear in his, um, in his tail, basically. That's a weird sentence. Um, and he's like, and Lisa's like, if you're going to do something crazy, you can at least take my pokey gear. And, you know, and she's like, we could use it to stay in touch with the Pokemon Center. And um, she's like, you know, be careful because if Professor Oak um, finds out what you're doing, it's not going to be, be it's not going to be for me. And she winks. And Ash, <laughs> this is such a fucking dorky. Lie. He's like, you're a real pal. <laughs> and um. So we see um, 
Ash and Misty and Brock are walking. And Team Rocket is in the air. Um, you know, and they're like, if we just follow the stream, we should get to the mansion. And you know, like you said, uh, Team Rocket is is um, watching on from the skies. And hey, it's the Twites. They're walking through a stream coming from that wacky building. There must be some valuable Pokemon inside. And the only way to get there must be by waiting. That's right. But they're walking through the water. They're waiting. No, they're walking. They're waiting. How could they be waiting if they're walking? They're walking through the stream? Yeah. Then, then they're, they're waiting. waiting. As they're having their little argument about walking and waiting, um, Entei pops up at the top of the peak, and they're like, you think it's going to attack us? And they're like, nah, he's harmless. And 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 Tay's like, I'll show you a harmless. And he freaking releases an energy ball and it just obliterates the freaking balloon. Like, like not we, like you don't ever see the balloon get obliterated like that. <laughs> like Pikachu will shoot an electric shock and it'll just do one little hole like in between me outsides and I'm like, we're blasting off again. This is fucking shredded. <laughs> It's like we're in the movies, blah, <laughs> and then it just and, boom, and Team Rocket just goes falling down. They they don't go blasting off; they go falling down. And they don't even get to say anything. They get Team Rockets, and then they go wham into the freaking boom. <laughs> and James, um, they they land inside of the mansion, uh, for or so we think. And James is like a sneak attack. That's not fair. And Meowth is like, yeah, that's usually our job. Uh, and Jesse's like, what is this place? And Jan's like, well, you know what? I, it's not my idea of decorating. And Jesse's <laughs> like, will you be serious, James? We've got to find a way to get out of this. And uh, Meowth points up. He's like, I think we could shimmy up to the tower. It might take us an hour to get to the top, but uh, and then they look down and no joke. There's like hundreds and hundreds of feet if they drop any further than where they are and they could be done. This could be the last of Team Rocket, everyone. Secret? It's not. Um, it never is. I know. <laughs> uh, but um, James is like, I wonder how long it would take to just jump. And Meowth is like, about three seconds if we jump. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And we, we jump back inside and we see Entei going back down into the bedroom of Molly. And um, he's like, yes, they won't be bothering us again. So he went up there to just just pound his chest he's like yeah that that was all me protect protect my house kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, molly's like they're showing our house on television again and, the, and she's like it looks really nice and we go back to another um news report like you said a lot of news reports in this movie a lot like- of news reports <laughs> We're coming live from Greenfield, where just a few moments ago, a balloon was shot down after invading the airspace above the crystal structure. 
<laughs> and they're like seemingly nothing can break through the fortress like growth uh like growth engulfing and then we see ash's um shiny knockdown um just flying upstream and it was taking up chikorita and bulbasaur and then ash is like now bulbasaur chikorita use vine whip and then they use their vine whip all the way down so that they're um, bringing up ash misty and brock one at a time and they're um scaling the tower where the waterfall is so i have a question doug mm -hmm. so the walls um as ash is um scaling up they're all crystallized right correct um uh, everything else around this is crystallized right uh i believe so why isn't the water crystallized you know <laughs> because water moves i don't know well i mean it, it crystallized other water why can't it crystallize this because if it crystallized that, the, the heroes wouldn't have any way to progress in the story. No, they would, because we found out when Ash touches it, it doesn't crystallize them, so they can easily climb the the damn crystals. I'm just, I don't know. This I don't is know. some bullshit. Uh, but, um... 26 minutes into the movie, I'm already done. I know. <laughs> the, uh, we, we swear, everyone, we're getting through this for you. If it wasn't for you, we would not be, we would have watched this movie and we would have jibber jabbered for like 20 minutes on how bad this movie was. But we do this for you, the fans. So we hope you're enjoying this. Um, so Ash is scaling and uh, we see Professor Oak and the original assistant um, to the other professor um, are looking onto a news report because they got a live shot of ash scaling um the mansion which i would be mad if they're putting me on live tv and i'm trying to break in here to get my mother and entei <laughs> is um watching this newscast too what's what's to stop him from coming out and obliterating me like he did that damn um team rocket balloon yeah for all we know he killed team rocket so uh professor oak is like what the hell he's like that boy's looking for trouble and uh, the uh, Lisa jumps in and she's like, he's looking for his mom. You know, the woman that you're banging. You, you know what? I won't <laughs> stand for this. <laughs> if you don't get him, if he if he doesn't get her back, you you don't get any anymore. So you don't get nothing. You got to stick with Mr. Mime. <laughs> and Mr. Mime has. Never mind. Never. Never mind. Never mind. We're getting into it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so we're back inside of Molly's room, and they're watching the live cast of Ash um, breaking into the mansion. Uh, that looks like. Oh! Ash, get down from there this second, Mama. What's wrong? Nothing? Isn't that a Pikachu on that boy's back? <gasps> a Bulbasaur and a Chikorita! I think that boy must be a Pokemon trainer, don't you, Mama? Uh, yes. I bet he has lots of other Pokemon with him, too. Right, Papa? Uh, Papa? 
because I think Ente is putting her in and out of trance because Molly goes, what's wrong, mama? And she and then Ente looks at her and she goes, nothing. <laughs> and she, no, I I think she's I think she broke the the seal. I think the seal is broken. And I think she really like like because because you're right. Ente kind of looked at her like, be very careful what you say right now. And that's why she was like, oh, nothing. Like, she has to play like she's, you know, still under the spell of the area. Gotcha. And I, I think if we ever got to a point where Molly would by herself, then we would get a scene of, you know, Miss Ketchum and Ente, and she'd be like, you know, what's your game here? Why are, Why are you you know, enabling this little girl, you know, she's clearly in pain, you know, she misses her parents, you know, and I, and kidnapping me isn't the answer. Gotcha. And then Ente would be like, I know that, but here we are. And Molly's looking on to the, onto the computer screen. And she's like, isn't that a Pikachu on that boy's back? And she's like a Bulbasaur and a Chikorita because um, they finally Ash finally made it up the waterfall. She's like, I think that boy must be a Pokemon trainer, don't you? And she's like, Yes, sweetie. I bet he has a lot of other Pokemon with him too, right, Papa? Papa? And the you see Misty and Brock. Um, climbing up the the waterfall, and they're both up now. Ash brings back his knocked out his Bulbasaur and Chikorita back into their Pokeballs, <clears throat> and they start running into. Um, but we're not even in the building yet. That that was just a waterfall <laughs> to get up. We're we're they're still walking through the water to get to uh, a certain spot inside of this town. What happened to everyone that was in there? Did everyone that was in here get encapsulized by crystals? Because that's never they, that's never said. They died in a war. You you can't say that. What happened to the um um nurse Joy inside of the Pokemon Center? They need nurses in the war. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's at this point, um Ash's little um cell phone communicator goes off and pokey gear okay pokey gear the pokey gear goes off and um lisa's like are you guys okay and ash is like and she's like ash we just saw you on tv what do you think you're doing and ash is like oh geez i had to come here professor i i should have told you (laughs) And um, Professor Oak is like, you should have, but we'll talk about that later. You're not his father, Professor Oak. Like, for real. He's like... No, but if he's waxing Mrs. Ketchum, I mean, you know, some kind of... (laughs) See, see, you're on the bandwagon. Well, at this point, I might as well just play into it. I mean, you've got your sick little depraved fantasies where well, mr mime's well, sitting in the corner oh, no i oh stop it <laughs> you stop it i never said that no but you thought it <laughs> but uh, mr mime won't tell anybody because he don't talk 
Mr. My, 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 my. Um, <laughs> and this next part um, just holds credence to um, how he feels about Dahlia. And he's like, after you get your mother out. And right. I, and so. Ash is like, okay. And, and he's like, Ash, this is Skylar. Have you seen any unknowns? Ash's like, no, not yet. Listen. How would he know? Uh, if he saw an unknown, how would he know? Because didn't they talk about it? I guess they did. But, you know, Ash doesn't pay attention all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But when he needs to, he does. <laughs> but um, the professor's like, listen, we have been examining some of the Professor Hell's research, okay? And I think we found an explanation for why all of this is happening. And Ash is like, okay, what is it, Professor? Unknown have the ability to read the thoughts of other life forms, even people. Yes, and not only that, the unknown can create new realities, alternating, altering the world using dreams. The unknown may be tapping into the imagination of Molly. The fortress could be one of Molly's wishes made real by the unknown and ash is like oh that little girl and he sends out his cyndaquil to use flamethrower and uh, so we find out that uh, everything that's crystallized will melt when um, cyndaquil uses flamethrower but as soon as it um as soon as it melts it goes right back into a crystal form Mm-hmm. And um, Ash is like, oh no. All right, Cyndaquil, use Flamethrower again. And Cyndaquil and Vulpix this time are using um, Flamethrower. And he's like, all right, second team, let's go. And use Water Gun and Totodile. And um, Staryu are using Water Gun. And they're creating a, a hole within the first uh or within the wall that they just blew through so pikachu goes and jumps into the water gun and swims through and then next is misty and brock i want to know something okay i do too i think you and i want to know the same (laughs) thing how how was misty and brock able to swim through this water gun i mean listen here I love Totodile, but his water gun stream is not that strong. Especially to launch two human beings straight through something. I mean, Pikachu, okay, maybe, sure, I can suspend my disbelief, but not not Brock and Misty. And without without reloading. And Ash picks up Staryu and Totodile and it goes, Okay, my turn. And he goes and oh I have another question about this too, <laughs> because I would have done this way differently than Ash. But okay, so he picks up Totodile and Staryu, and he races towards the door, and they're still using Water Gun, and he jumps through the hole, and as soon as he jumps through the hole, um, um, the hole the hole closes. The hole closes. Okay, right. It's Rambo mode. Why did ah? Why didn't Ash, because he, he could have gotten stuck for a second. Why didn't right. Ash just 
pick them up, put them down by the, the, the door, jump through the hole, and then call them back into their Pokeballs. Because that would have required logic. <laughs> like, why didn't Misty take out her star me oh, and do what Ash did she doesn't have it for right. her? When did she lose star me? Remember, Starmie is back um, back at oh, uh, Cerulean bitch. City at the gym. That's, so. that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's their one Pokemon between the three of them. Yeah. So Star, Star, Star Me is putting on performances right now, and she has Star You. Well, now hold on a second, but she's still, well, Goldeen's a fish. That wouldn't really much help. <laughs> I was about to say, what is Goldeen going to do? Goldeen's only going to go in and swim through like Misty and Brock just did. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, and, and Brock doesn't help. All he's got is an Onyx and a Vulpix and a Zubat. Yeah, and neither, and none of them can swim. <laughs> Notice he has oh, all the Pokemon boy. that can't swim. <laughs> not, not one of them. And poor Psyduck. And Psyduck we've seen Psy his water gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've seen his. I was about to say something about him, but yeah, we've seen it. But, um, but we're now inside of the building, and Totodile is like, yeah, yeah, that was fun, that was fun. Uh, let's do it and, again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> and Misty and Ash call back Totodile and Staryu, and they start racing through the building. And as they're racing through the building, um, they we it looks like we we're about maybe five minutes later, and they're just kind of looking around, and um, they're walking up some stairs. And as they're walking up the stairs, out of nowhere. They're now in a new universe. So the stairs no longer have railings. And it looks like the stairs are being held up by just air. And I quit. And if they fall off, they're done. You said you would I'd quit. quit. I'd quit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you quit, bro. I know. I'd quit. I, I could get another mom. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> well yeah according to Entei anyone could be your mother yeah <laughs> so um, Misty is like maybe the unknown are creating a new reality like Professor Oak said maybe <laughs> and Ash is like that's it whatever it is we can't stop now so they start running up the stairs I wouldn't be running on these stairs. I would be Hell so, no. I'd be so fucking terrified to go up these stairs. But you're right. I wouldn't quit, but I'd try to reason with them. I'd be like, listen. <laughs> I mean, I'll play your game, but I need a rail. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Just g g give me something. Um, so they, they make it all the way up and they're like, oh, is this where my mom and Molly are? Nope. So nope. they are still with uh, they are still very, very, very far away. And they they come out of the little hole that they were in and they see a bunch of green fields and they see another stairway, just like the one that they just climbed before. But now this one looks a little nicer, but it still has no rails. And uh, Ash is like, where are we? This must be part of Molly's dream world that the unknown created. Uh. 
So, uh, but James is like, I don't know about soup, but if we're not careful, we'll be in hot water. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Um, and Je Jesse's like, if we're not quiet, we can sneak by them. Come on. And they, they start tiptoeing. Well, well, Jesse starts running. And as soon as she gets onto the stairs, they start tiptoeing. And, um, it's at this point now that we're back in Molly's room and they're like, I think that boy and his Pokemon must be here in the house somewhere. Shall show and Ente Ente is getting ready too. He's like, Shall I send them away? And Molly's like, No, it's okay. And she's like, I want to be in a Pokemon battle, Mama. And she's like, But I don't know if I can. Uh, and Ente's like you can if that's what you wish. <laughs> I'm so done with this line. This She's is like, ridiculous. Do you, do you really think I can, Papa? She's like, that would be so great, Mama. A Pokemon trainer. I could just imagine it. And Entei gets right up and he's like, well, all right, this is my job. That's some, that's some magic words. And Entei starts uh, walking through the floor and Mrs. Ketchum is like, oh, shoot. She's like, did that motherfucker just walk through the floor? <laughs> and he he starts going through um, this world that they've built to go up to the room. And he literally um, takes Molly and um, zaps her from, from the bedroom, puts um, her on his back, and they just start... Um, going down so that they can meet Ash in the gang. And Molly and she's talking to, she's on her back she's on Entei's back and she's like, I don't know if I'm old enough. And <laughs> Entei's like, you must believe that you are. And she transforms. She ages up like five years. Yes. No. No, not, not even like 10, maybe 15. Uh, well she looks like she's like four and she now looks like she's like twenty. So she, yeah, she looks older than Brock. Yeah, and there and there she is. And all right, yeah, I'll let you take it take it away from here, bro. So you know they see each other, and Ash is like, "What did you do with my?" And you know, friggin', um, you know, Molly's like, "You're Pokemon trainers. Let's have a battle." And Ash is like, "Why did you change the subject? Where's my mother?" <laughs> like he's. At his wit's end. And Molly's like, you're not any fun. Me. And um, and then Ash is like, fuck it. I'm not going to talk to her. Entei, where's my mother? And um, <laughs> Molly's like, that's not Entei. That's my papa. And 
and that's not your mama, that's my mama. And it's just me and papa and mama and leave us alone. And I'm I'm 25 all of a sudden, don't question it. And and Ash is freaking, I mean, he's just over it. He's like, quit lying, you're ridiculous, you're high. And Brock's like, now, now, hold on a second. He's like, all sweet and shit. He's like, by any chance, would your name be Molly? And um, Molly's like, that's right, Molly Hale. And uh, Ash kind of gets this dumb look on his face. And, I mean, the standard Ash Ketchum look, but you know what I'm saying. And Misty kind of whispers to Brock, she's like, that can't be Hale's daughter. She's too old. And um, and then once again, we have to be remem- reminded for like the fourth time, Entei can manipulate the, the world around us. And Ash is looking around and he's like, you can see that he's trying to like put two and two together, but it's not... It's not computing. Like he's getting five. <laughs> he's like, and, what the hell is going on here? And once again, we get the, um, you know, the unknown explanation. Who's that Pokemon? It's For unknown. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. And then, you know, Ash finally is like, you know what? If you want to battle, um, Brock steps in front of him and he's like, why would you waste time battling him when you can battle with me? And Ash is like, whose who's show do you think it is? And um, Brock has to turn around and all sly. He's like, they both came from that staircase. You know, that must be where she's keeping your mother. And, you know, Misty's like, let Brock distract him. You go look for, for you know, for your mom. And Ash is like, okay. And him and Misty and Pikachu take off. And Brock uh, sets up a three-on-three Pokemon battle. And um, uh, they go and uh, the field that they're in, uh, a freaking battle court pops up. And Ash throws out, or Ash, Brock throws out his Zubat and uh, a crystal Pokeball materializes. Which is bullshit, by the way. This well, a, lo- a lot of things are, are bullshit, but. And um, she throws out a Fampy, or no, a, a, not a Fampy, that's, that's later, a Flappy. And it's a normal Flaffy, right? Yes. But the little ball on the end of its tail is crystal. Yes. Which, you know, I guess they could have made the whole thing crystal. Oh, wait, they do that in a second. (laughs) So Brock tells his Zubat to use supersonic. It's working, Zubat. Okay, now let's try a wing attack. Zubat, return! 
take your vest. This battle's just getting started. And Brock's like, oh, this battle's just getting started. And he throws out Volpex. And um, Molly throws out a Teddy Ursa. And it's and that's just a normal Teddy Ursa. Like Yep. There's the, nothing different there. Like I would have thought maybe the moon on its forehead would have been made of crystal or something. But nope. That's just a Teddy Ursa. And and Brock makes a borderline creepy comment about a cute Pokemon trainer having a cute Pokemon. Yeah, that is. Well, I mean, he's talking about the older her. So yes, but yes, but that's not real. No, it's not. But he doesn't know that. He does. The hell, he doesn't know that. He doesn't. He doesn't he, know what he he doesn't know that um uh, that that's little little girl Molly. I, I mean, he does, but he doesn't. He. This is a weird movie. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that for sure, but he's got an inkling enough that he shouldn't have made that comment. Yeah. Right. All right. So, but continue. So she's like, "Oh, Teddy Ursa is a lot more than cute," and Teddy Teddy Ursa uses like hyper punch on Volpix, and Volpix comes in with a quick attack, and Teddy Ursa counters with fury swipes and they kind of go back and forth for a little bit and you know we can see that molly's like enjoying the 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 process and the and the feeling of a of a true pokemon battle and brock's like well you know what i might be fucked here um you know because her dreamed up pokemon are a lot tougher th so he knows the pokemon are real or aren't real which means he knows that this molly isn't real which means he's a um <laughs> just a little bit and as that's going on we see team rocket um going up the same staircase as um misty and ash did a few moments ago and brock has a line about this this being a um storybook land invented by a five-year-old okay so he does so, know so James is with it. Yeah. Um, and Jesse basically tells him not to think so much. Which, fair. And we see that Volpix finally uh, faints to Teddy Ursa. And um, Brock makes a stupid comment about, well, if I've got a chance to beat you, I better start to rock and roll. And he throws out Onyx. And um and Onyx gets obliterated right away. Oh, I mean, barely has time to be out of the Pokeball. Um, and by, by a little tiny fampy, a little tiny fampy. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not real, but still, it, it's, and it's real enough that it's knocking out real Pokemon. One little rollout sends freaking Onyx crashing to the ground in a dust storm and. You know, Molly's sitting there. She's, 
you know, spike into football. She's like, my little fampy is stronger than Brock's giant on eggs. Brock's got a tiny wiener. Um, <laughs> and um, you can't you know, pull that out 40 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> oh. why, are you, why are you worried about what I'm pulling out over? Here? Oh, stop. Leave that. <laughs> All right. And then Entei's kind of sitting there and he kind of senses that something's going on. And then we cut to Ash and Pikachu and Misty running up the staircase. And we see a, a light at the end of the, or at the top of the stairs, rather. And we see Mrs. Ketchum is sitting on the bed and she picks up the the book of the unknown. Or the book of the legendary Pokemon, I should say. And she happens to turn to the the Entei page, which apparently is like bookmarked and dog-eared at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, it would have to be, right? Because that's Papa's uh, page. You would think. And then um, the true Molly has been asleep on Mrs. Ketchum's lap this whole time. And uh, she's like, are you familiar with this book? And um, and she's like, that's the book that um, Papa and I used to look at all the time. She looks up at Mrs. Ketchum and she's like, I'm glad you're here, Mom. And I don't want you, you know, to Mrs. go away anymore. She kind of she's looking and this is such a sad um, movie. Like when you think about the crux of this movie. It's so sad. It's it's heartbreaking, and maybe that's why it's an hour. People are like, they can't, we can't we can't do a full length feature about this. This is gonna Break drive people heart. to tears. <laughs> and you know, Mrs. Ketchum is kind of kind of seeing like the scenario, and she's looking at the pictures, and she's realizing how how often you know Molly's by herself and. You know, and then we just get a random picture of a of a either a Zapdos or a Moltres. Um, and then we see that uh, Brock and Mist or Brock Ash and Misty are on that same beach, basically, and they're looking. And then all of a sudden, the same. Molly that beat Brock materializes and she's like, which one of y'all am I taking on next? And Ash puts two and two together that Ente must be an illusion. Yeah, finally. And, <laughs> and then that's why, and then at that point, that's when Ente pops up and basically says the quiet part she's like or he's like molly can't be beaten but why the fuck are we doing what what are we doing here then um and then ash you know has his light bulb moment and molly's like all right who's the stronger trainer you or your friend <laughs> and ash immediately because he can't help himself me he's like i am and i've beaten her many times 
And Misty's like, I'll I'll battle her this time. And Molly's like, who are you? And she's like, my name's Misty. I'm a I'm a water Pokemon trainer. I used to be the gym leader at Cerulean City. And Misty's or Misty Molly, too many fucking M names. Um, Molly's like, you're a gym leader. Um, <laughs> she's like, you don't have to be grown up to be a gym leader. And no, you don't. Um. You know, and we get the standard Entei line at this point. And that triggers another transformation in Molly. I think she's younger now. I mean, that's what it looks like. Which is weird. I mean, be- for well, well, sake. well, because she she knows that she doesn't have to be that old to be a Pokemon trainer anymore. So she kind of goes down to Misty's level, so to speak. Yes. And Misty's sitting there and she's like, go find your mother. And Ash is like, hmm. And he takes off him and Pikachu. And Misty's like, I'll be using um, water Pokemon since I'm a water Pokemon trainer. And Molly's like, well, that sounds fun. And then all of a sudden a freaking wave just engulfs everybody everybody except for ash because he's well actually no never mind never mind well i mean it it does so the the wave engulfs everyone and ash goes running up the damn stairs and and the wave is catching up to him and it finally catches up and it covers them and and him and pikachu start holding their breath and when and then all of a sudden he's like wait a minute i i i can breathe so (laughs) i can breathe and Pikachu notices it too. And then Misty is covering her mouth and then she looks over at Molly and Molly's not um, holding her breath. And Misty's like, I forgot you can do anything in this world. So she knows she's not real. Yeah. So um, Misty um, sends out her Godine. She sends out a Cedra, a Kingdra, sorry. Uh, and Kingdra um, uses smoke screen and goes in for a headbutt and headbutts Godin, but Godin um, sustained and goes in for a fury attack. And it's just missing, missing, missing. And, and Godin gets tail whipped by Kingdra and gets knocked out. And Misty is like, good job, Godin. And it's at this point that Kingdra goes in and crystallizes itself and returns back to wherever Kingdra came from. And uh, Molly has another Pokeball and uh, she's getting ready to throw it out. And then sneakily right behind Misty, we get a shot of Team Rocket just swimming right behind them. Like, <laughs> just, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And... Um, and Meowth is like, hey, Jesse, I have a question, but I don't think I should ask. Hey, Jesse, I got a question that's better I shouldn't ask. Do you think we're going to get a bigger part in the next movie? (laughs) (laughs) Team Rocket. I got that. I was like, like, that's that's clever. They haven't (laughs) had the best luck. No. So, uh, we get back to the gym battle, and it's Staryu 
and she throws out her Pokemon and it's a Mantine and um, Mantine goes in for a tackle attack and Staryu is just swimming around and she's like Mantine try your whirlpool then and Mantine goes in for a whirlpool and the whirlpool makes Staryu um, nice and dizzy and then she says Mantine use bubble beam and Mantine goes in and just um, encapsules um, um, Staryu and Staryu just gets hit and she's like Misty goes Staryu use rapid spin so Staryu starts using rapid spin I would be dizzy as I don't know what at this point and but Staryu gets out and she's like beat that Molly and she's like wow Misty Mantine use your takedown attack and uh, man, Staryu goes in for a tackle and they're just racing around each other and Mantine is just smacking Staryu up and she's like Papa this makes me so happy and Ante's like I am happy that you are happy this is such a waste of a goddamn Jesus movie Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> I love you Papa and as we go back to Ash and Ash is running up the stairs to go and meet up with his mother and he's almost there. We can finally see the top of, of the staircase where his mother is and he gets all the way up there. And when he gets up there, he's like, Mom! And she's like, Ash, is it really you? And he's like, of course it's me. Are you okay? She's like, I'm fine now. I'm worried about you. I wish I knew you got... um." Uh, I I wish I knew where you got such a reckless streak from. And Ash My like, father the girl. <laughs> he's like, I think I got it from you, mother. And Mrs. Ketchum just starts laughing. And Ash's like, that's her? And the unknown, have you seen any, Mom? And she's like, if you mean the Pokemon that brought me here? No. It left a while ago. And Ash is like, that was Entei. The unknown are the Pokemon that made Entei and turned this place to crystal just because of Molly's imagination. Oh. And she's like, oh dear. So, I mean, we. Yeah, not, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> just heal, bro. We got like 18 minutes left of this movie. We're almost done. <laughs> so. Um, they try to wake up Molly and they're like, Molly, Molly, wake up. And Molly goes and she, she starts to wake up. She's like, I was dreaming, mama. She's like, Molly, listen to me. And, and Molly wakes up and she's like, huh? She's like, I'm very sorry, Mala, but I am not your real mama. And she's like, you'll have to know the truth sooner or later. Man, just rip the bandaid off. And she's like, I'm really Ash's mother. Don't you remember when we played together, Molly? Uh, we were at Professor Oak's lab. And she was like, we'll talk about that later, but we have to go. And Molly's like, but why? And she's like, we have to leave now, Molly. And she's like, no. She's like, I won't. And the unknown are starting to go crazy. And she's like, ah, no. And she starts having crystals fall out just like Elsa and Nana do over in the Frozen movie. Mm, good catch. And 
and then all, you just see the crystals just coming out of the ground just like cha 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 and all the crystals are going chaotic and the castle is building even more but it's getting even more um secured um to the point where they're not going to be able to get out of this castle and ash is like mom are you okay and she's like i'm okay dear and then she gets up and she looks down into the book and she just looks around and she sees um, a page in the book that has that talks about everything getting crystallized and she looks over at molly and molly is just so torn she 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 doesn't want to hear that uh, mrs ketchum is not her mother she wants her mother back and ash is like come on mom let's go and mrs ketchum looks over and she's like okay and at this point ente comes back up to molly and she's like and he's like what is it molly and she's like papa that boy is taking mama away man this is such a heartbreaking movie and um ente at this point creates a barrier between ash and his mother as as mrs ketchum is trying to make her escape and she's like ash help and ash is like mom mom and ente comes over leave her here and leave this place and ash is like i won't do that ente she's my mother i won't do that ente and ente's like no now she is molly's mother I won't do that, NJ. She's my mother. No, now she's Molly's mother. Well, she's coming with me. She is staying here. Leave this place, or you will be made to leave. That's what you think. Totodile, I choose you. You think you can defeat me? I'm not gonna lose to some illusion. Totodile, water gun attack! Totodile shoots, and Entei's just, you know, quick as a wink, and he's like, fool, you see, if this is an illusion, then he sends, and he freaking sends out the same type of beam that he killed the balloon with, and Totodile gets knocked in the midair, and Ash calls him back before he even hits the ground, which is probably good, and, and Ash... You know, using his logic says, well, if water doesn't work, I'll use fire. And <laughs> throws, throws out Cyndaquil and, um, you know, Cyndaquil uses flamethrower and it it meets uh, Entei's blast. It gets, and poor Cyndaquil gets knocked back and Cyndaquil gets called into his Pokeball and um, Entei's like, have I proven that I'm real? Man, and... you know what? I would want an unknown just so I can have unknown do this for me. I, I, I would only need one because I would win everything. I would be so rich because unknown can create all these powerful Pokemon. I wouldn't even make it to where it's, it's like obliterately... Um, possible that I even have like all these like legendaries. I would just get some. I'll get a Caterpie. 
I would be I would I would have a caterpillar that can defeat anything. <laughs> and just blow through people. I mean, don't you think that would be fishy? No, not really. But I mean, all all Caterpie can do is like tackle and string shot. Not, not if you train it up right. I'll make some YouTube videos. But, but all right, you go, go ahead, continue, brother. So you know, Ash is like you're nothing but an illusion to, um, an illusion of Ante. Your illusion, uh, dreamed up by this little girl, and. Um, Molly's like, you're wrong, you're wrong. And she's, you know, spikes start coming up because she's getting emotional. And, <laughs> uh, 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 I a, think they're trying to say a, something. <laughs> a bit more. Uh, you said that. I didn't. And <laughs> um, Ente starts getting frustrated. He's like, I have no illusion. And the the book is, you know, getting flipped and it lands on the Ente page because why wouldn't it? And he's like, I am this girl's father and I must protect her. He jumps and Pikachu catches him with a thunderbolt, but obviously it doesn't affect anything. And Pikachu's dodging Entei's energy blasts and trying to fight it off with thunderbolt. And Pikachu's just playing defense and, um, you know, Mrs. Ketchum is trying to stay safe. Pikachu is just bobbing and weaving between the the ice pillars. And Mrs. Ketchum finally gets to where she can communicate with Molly. And she's like, you're the only one that can stop this. Um, you know, she's like, think about your real mother and father. And, um, <laughs> you know, and... For comedic effect, uh, Team Rocket pop up and go, it's chilly up here, just in time to get uh, grazed by that, you know, by the crossfire. And they're like, what's going on? It must be a battle. And and Meow's like, you must mean this is a battlefield. It's like, yuck, yuck, yuck. And... <laughs> They get caught in a, an explosion of Entei's energy and Pikachu's thunder and see that Entei doesn't have a scratch on him and Pikachu's sitting there, mother fucker. And Pikachu is um, Entei gets ready to shoot one final blast and Ash does the hero moment and he dives in Pikachu's way and picks him up and blows a hole in the freaking tower and they love blowing holes in this movie. Ash goes I have no response to that. Um <laughs> Ash goes careening down and he's about to hit, you know, we don't know what he's going to hit when out of No, he was about Ash to hit was... those damn spikes down there. He was about to die. Is what he was about to do. They love trying and, to kill Ash in these movies. Damn. And all the and out of absolutely nowhere, which if you'll remember what I told the viewers to put in their back pockets, Charizard comes out of the blue. Everyone's favorite makes, Pokemon makes the diving catch, 
Ash is like, well, isn't that some shit? Charizard gets up and he's like, don't think I forgot about that cheap shot. And and Ash, you know, is talking to Molly and he's like, if you come with us, you can have real Pokemon. And um, Molly's like, I have real Pokemon. Yawn, shoo. And um, and Entei's like, have an energy blast. And Charizard gets him out of the the line of fire and Charizard's like, have some fire. And, <laughs> and, um, it's like, I don't care if you're a real Pokemon or not. You cannot replace her real father. This is, uh, Mrs. Ketchum speaking. And, uh, Entei turns to her and is like, I am, I am Molly's real father. <laughs> As it, long as that's her wish, I hate that. So I've I've grown to hate that. I know if I can, if if I don't have to hear that again, just like Meowth in that one episode we just did, um, uh, that line that the Pokemon kept saying that was annoying him. I now I now know how he feels. Right. So and something to, about slow and steady or something. Yeah. And uh, Entei jumps up onto a cliff and jumps down. And it's now a big battle between Charizard and Entei. And they're blowing sparks back and forth against each other. And uh, they're throwing energy balls. Charizard's throwing fire blasts. And Entei is making holes in this building. Like I said, they love um, blasting holes in this building. And they... Entei jumps out of the hole that he blasted and this is what they wanted this whole entire movie they said we need a battle between Entei and Charizard find a way to get there and this is how they got there <laughs> find a way to get there. you have an hour so um, Entei is climbing the second tower of the building and Charizard and Ash are are chasing after it and Ash is like 
quick Charizard, another one. And Charizard is trying to um, use its flamethrower and it, th it does a one big flamethrower at Entei and Entei seems like it lost its balance at the top of the building and starts tumbling down just like uh, Mufasa and the Lion King. And, Ooh, good pull. <laughs> and um, Entei notices that it's following, it's falling and that it can imagine anything to save it. So it, it dreams up a big spike to come out of the wall and it jumps down on the spike and it just starts making its way back up the castle. It's like, I am going to come back up here. And Molly is like, oh, yay, Papa. And uh, Entei comes out of nowhere and does one of its blasts over at Charizard. And it misses. But it hits a big part of the building behind it. And Charizard and Entei are just um, chasing up the mountain and they're just blasting each other. And Entei is like, here, take this. And Charizard's like, here, take that. And they're just going back and forth, back and forth. And Entei and Charizard are just chasing after. And Ash finally comes up and he's like, don't hold back. Give it everything you've got, Charizard. And Charizard lets out one of the biggest flame, or I'm going to call this a fire spin. He lets out a huge ass fire spin on Entei and and takes Entei and Entei is literally swimming in the fire. And Entei's like, ah, but that still hasn't finished me. And Entei is using its its um blast to keep trying to hit Charizard. And Ash is like, please, Entei, listen to me. Don't do this. If you really care about Molly. You'll let her come with us. And Entei is using its power and it's just swooshing through through the air with Charizard. And Charizard goes to the top of the mountain and he's like, it's not right for her to stay here with you. You have to let her go. And uh, Entei is using its... What is this move that he's using? I, I, I want to say, say like it's like a solar beam, but it's not. And it's and it's and I hate to be so simple, but it's the wrong color to be hyper beam. Yeah. And um, Ente is like, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, I will do as she wishes. And it lets out one big um, I'm going to call it an aura spear. It lets out oh, an, there you go. an aura spear um, over at Charizard, and the aura spear just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then all, and all of a sudden it just explodes, and Entei is looking down and he's like, "Ha!" And Charizard still had, um, still hasn't had it yet, and Ash is like, "We have to do something, Charizard. We have to get Molly out of here." And Molly looks up and Mrs. Ketchum is like, don't look, baby. And she she goes and she hugs Molly. And Entei is looking over and he's like, Rah! he's getting out these big spikes out of the building. And he's jumping over at Charizard and he just tackles Charizard down to the ground. And it's a big tackle fest 
when it comes to Edte and Charizard. And they're just going back and forth and they are battling all across this building again. Spikes are coming all coming out all over the place. And Charizard is just getting hit. He's like, boom, boom, boom. And Charizard is just getting dazed. And Entei comes out and uses another aura spear and hits Charizard. And Charizard goes crashing down to the ground. And Ash with him. And Entei puts his paw right on Charizard's throat. And he's like, I will end you. And Ash is like, Entei, don't. And Entei's like, this will end it. And he take, does another aura spear. And Molly is like, stop. And Entei looks up and it's Molly. And she walks over. And it's a big dramatic scene. I might put this in, in, the, in the podcast. She's like, no more fighting. Great Pokemon trainer, Molly. Huh? A big part of battling is knowing when to stop. You already have the right instincts. I bet you could be a gym leader easy, if you wanted to. You see, Molly? We always battle hard, but we always stay friends. Because we all love Pokemon. Bigger, bigger! <gasps> Come with us, Molly. On the outside, the battles might be hard. But the friends are real. What do you say? Uh, uh, uh. It's just what your papa would want. And Molly looks over and she walks towards Mrs. Ketchum. And it's a big somber moment. And bro, I'm going to hand this part over to you because I think we have like eight or nine minutes left and I don't want to take up the rest of it. <laughs> so Molly reaches out her hand and she go, uh, goes into Mrs. Ketchum's hand and, you know, they hug and Molly starts to cry and she's like, I want things real again. And just with that simple utterance of phrase, everything starts to, you know, have melt away isn't exactly the right word, but it's what I'm using. And everything starts tearing down, tearing down. And, you know, Molly's imaginary Pokemon disappear and Entei starts to take a step back and, um, I am no longer needed here. <laughs> and he was like, I was created to be your father who could make you happy here. And if you would be happier outside in the real world, um, I, then I must go and. Um, everybody's kind of looking on like, well, are you going to go? I'm just going to talk about it. <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, let's do And then freaking stuff starts shooting out of the ground. And everybody's like, okay, what's going on now? This is kind of ridiculous. And they're all kind of huddled together and Charizard's bobbing and weaving and, you know, Entei's kind of fighting it. And um, 
they're like this way and they're Entei's clearing a path and Ash tells Charizard to take Molly, which probably isn't the safest thing, but here we are. And they go back down where where Team Rocket came up. And um you know, Entei lets out one final roar as the stuff kind of um starts to overwhelm him and you know they're on the pokey gear and uh professor's like it's the unknown he's like they've generated so much uh psychic energy they can't control it anymore and um his assistant's like the crystallation is heading this way and the professor's like you better get out of there you'll be trapped forever which you know it's a good thing there's only like four minutes left in the movie um <laughs> and you know we can see that the crystallation is still overcoming everything and charizard's you know shooting his way down the staircase and team rockets following behind the you know it's 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 affecting the pokemon center now and people are evacuating and um, you know, they find they get the freaking um cameraman and the reporter, and they're like, Get to follow us. And um, you know, they're like, The unknown are causing this, and they're kind of looking around because everything and Ash everything is starting to go back online and everything. And Ash tries to once again play hero ball. And jump in the middle of them, but the unknown have put up a barrier, so he gets knocked back because it wouldn't be a Pokemon movie if Ash didn't, you know, try to do like the the hero shit. And Charizard's trying to bust through the barrier, and he can't do it. But then he he uses his flamethrower, and that gets through. And but eventually the the blowback gets to be too much and he gets knocked back. So Charizard has only been on this, in this movie for like 10 minutes, but he's already been put through the ringer. Yeah. Yes. And, um, Ash is like, you try Pikachu, use your Thunderbolt. And, you know, Pikachu charges up a Thunderbolt. And, you know, you can, and then it does, uh, create a gap, but, it doesn't last, and then Charizard follows up um, with a tandem attack, and you know they get through for a moment, but then you know they get knocked back because the unknown are, you know, they're collecting all their energy because they're trying to make this one final push. And, Pika, and then, Pikachu and Charizard fly to the ground, and Ash is like, "Man, are you okay?" And, and he's and they're like trying to bail, and like, everywhere everywhere they try to go, he, like spikes are coming out of spikes at this point, <laughs> looking like te- you know tree branches. Freaking Jesse's sitting there like, "Well, this is a very dangerous situation." <laughs> and no, you think you shouldn't even be in this movie. 
and you know Meowth's like well usually when stuff gets tough team rocket gets going but then of course you know they're um their their uh path of escape gets cut off and you know they're watching and just more and more spikes and ash is like let us get out of here you know spikes and spikes um and then Entei's back yeah at, at possibly the very last second and he comes busting through with his aura blast and you know Molly kind of looks up at him like Papa and Entei's just plowing through all the spikes that came up and he's leaping into the middle of the electricity and the fire um he's um he's like I am I was happy and proud to be your father and the last thing I can do for you is to take you out of this place and Molly is like oh but how <laughs> and and today's like I was born in your dreams if you believe in me there is, there is nothing I cannot do and he jumps into the Ente pile and he gets knocked back and then he shoots an aura spear and it explodes and smoke and he goes back and he presses his head up against the ball that the unknown have and it's making Molly cry and she's like Papa and Ash is like Molly if you believe in Ente he can do it believe it can stop the unknown and it will and, uh, what are we teaching these kids and, oh lord and Molly it starts to believe in Ente's like, believe in me. If that is what you wish, you can do it, Ente. She screams out and he's like, Molly. And uh, Pikachu and Charizard both start going in on this with Ente. And everyone is standing back and wait, awaiting the big, gigantic boom. They Everyone sees the big ball of light at the end. And Entei starts squeezing its head through. And he's getting in. And he's in. And he does some big ice beam attack. And all the unknown get hit. And it's a big blaring blast of light. Just blaring. And all the unknown stops. And at this point, what happens to all the unknowns? They start disbanding and everyone is covering their eyes the light starts to fade down we hear molly's um, name one last time and Entei is standing up where all the unknown were i must go now molly uh, Entei, i'm gonna miss you and i will miss you just keep me close in your dreams Just keep uh, me close in your dreams. 
and Entei leaves at this point. And when Entei leaves, so do the unknown. Molly is about to have a breakdown. But what happens next? Your turn, bro. The freaking the unknown turn into tiles and they start falling to the ground. And then the tiles start glowing and then they disappear. And then the unknown that were that hadn't hit the ground start going up towards the ever growing spot of light. And then everything like somebody hits control alt delete <laughs> control alt delete and everything goes starts going back to normal in like the blink of an eye and all the buildings become uncovered and all the leaves start coming back and the fields and it's just this whoosh and then you know the the um everything is going back to normal I mean, it's just, it's like, oh, crap, we got to end this movie. <laughs> and I love how the window then, just starts going back to just moving out of nowhere after it just stopped. That, that's and then out of, it. and then out of all that, Spencer Hale just materializes and just falls to the ground and kind of looks around and like, where am I? And then everybody comes out of the mansion He's like, oh, that's it. I am not being a professor no more. I'm done. <laughs> and everybody's kind of sitting on like, they're standing on like the patio area and they're looking out. And Ash is like, hey, Misty, you were right about this Greenfield place. And, um, like, and then all of a sudden we see. Beautiful. <laughs> And then we see a freaking uh, convoy of cars and they're like, yeah, we fixed everything. We're the heroes again. And Molly looks up and she sees she thinks Papa. she's, she see, yep. And then she looks up and then she, she does take one final glance to the clouds. She thanks Entei and, um, they're like, come on, Molly, you want to go see everybody? And, you know, they all go running down. Vehicles are stopping. And, you know, they're Molly, Molly, Molly. And then, you know, the crews. And, um, and then, for some reason, we can't end on a sweet moment. We have to end on Team Rocket. And they're like, well, we can't exactly leave this tower. We can't get out of this tower now. Not with all of those police around. Guess we're stuck here all alone. Ah, about that. <sighs> we should be happy. How could we be happy? We didn't capture one new Pokemon. I'm happy for that little girl. She was adorable yet indomitable. Just like me. And that Entei was powerful and inscrutable, just like me. And that Meowth was lovable, just like me! Oh. What does it matter if we failed at catching a Pokemon this time? We'll get another chance to fail next time! And, and so, so until, until next time... time.
And that is the Pokemon 3, the movie. And we go off and we're going off into our credits now. You know, we didn't even get a somber moment at the end of the dad coming and hugging his daughter. For real, right? That's like, all I wanted to see. Like, and to put it in perspective, the the movie is fading away up into the sky at at 105 and the movie itself at least on the copy that we're watching is 110 and some seconds the rest of it is all credits and yeah there's some shit happening but like you know like it's just weird we, i'm sorry we but... do get we do get the reunion finally like in the credits, like we don't hear anything. Like, oh, Bali, I miss you. You we know, don't, we don't even just... hear about the mother. Like, I thought, you know what? When I was rewatching this, because it's been so many years since I've watched this movie, I thought for whatever reason that the mother was going to come back too, because the mother had gotten sucked away by the unknown years ago, and that's why the professor was trying to find out the mystery of the unknown. Right. We don't get that. Nope. Like they mentioned the mother has uh, went missing all these years ago and nothing. So it is what it it's is. Al- it's it's literally almost like they ran out of time. Yeah. So what what did you think, Doug? Um I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the movie off now because I don't want to watch cornfields anymore. But um what what do you give this movie out of out of so many stars five stars oh probably like a a two and a half of i'm being generous like yeah i'm at a two if I, if i take a step back and i look at it objectively you know it was probably a half an hour too long which means it didn't have to be a movie at that point it could have been an episode of Pokemon. It could have been an episode. Like you said, it could have been a Kids WB Prime special. Yep. You know, and I mean, I'm keeping the credits playing. And, you know, the mom does show up, just apropos of nothing. Oh, she does? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even. You see, I I, I turned the the credits off. So so the mom does come back. So we do get that happy uh-huh. moment. And we get, but we don't like. I mean, nothing like. Oh, I was I was away. I didn't know where I was. Oh no, mom's been here. She's you know. She's back. So like I mean, good. I mean, yeah, good for so, her. Oh boy, yeah, good for us. Yeah. So, yeah, I give it about a two. You gave it about a two, two and a half. So meeting right in the middle, I'm guessing is we're, we're about a, a, a solid two on this movie between the both of us. So, 
it's not the best movie and i'm sorry that this was your holiday movie but i mean the next one will be better i mean you, you the next movie we'll be doing is pokemon forever which will be your summer movie around june or july of next year so there you go and then yeah if you're interested in us doing the pokemon shorts. the shorts as like a combined thing like we could take like two three four of them whatever yeah basically make we, an episode worth you know yeah we can do them for the movies that we've done so far because i mean we've done these three we've done um the i don't know if they have one before the the jungle movie that we did i don't think so because that was like an isolated netflix thing yeah so, but yeah if you guys want us to you know what i mean what what why don't we do that in a couple months just, just yeah. throw, throw a nice little. I mean, we we do a we do a few specials every year. Everyone seems to love the specials that we do. So that'll be like our spring break special or something. Yeah, something like that. So there you go, everyone. So be on the lookout for that. We'll we'll ha- we'll do that at some point. Again, if you like this podcast and it was filled with too many ads, um, go ahead and go over to our Patreon and you can listen to each episode as they come out ad free the way that we intend for you to listen. So yeah. so outside of that, do you have anything else to add for this podcast today, Doug? I do not believe I do. No. All right. Well, Go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug, because this is the last podcast of the 2023 year. Goodbye, Doug, and goodbye to 2023. All right, and this is Professor Chris G telling all of you happy holidays, everyone, and we will see you in a couple of weeks when we come back for our 2024 premiere. And don't forget, we are bringing back the originals, everyone. Have a good night.